put a little effort into it. There. There you go. Let's see. You got, got that nice whack. <laughs> All right. Rolling in five, four, three, two, one. Speeding. <laughs> Marker and action. Welcome to Propez's Media Malarkey, where we talk about stuff, things and stuff. I'm Propez. I know what I'm doing. I'm here with my friend, Coop. Coop. Cooper. Or my full name, C. Cooper 1392631. I had to look at my thing for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> we're here talking, we're going to be here talking about Resident Evil today. Let's start generally at the beginning. <clears throat> what was your major in, in, was your major introduction Words. to Resident Evil? Words. Um, so, like the first first game I ever played was actually a uh, Nemesis, Resident Evil Three Nemesis on PlayStation. I think it was like one of the first games we got when we got our PlayStation was a uh, Nemesis, which. You know, for, for, for that being the starter Resident Evil game, it's probably like, out of all the tank control ones, it's probably the least Resident Evil-y of the bunch. But it was still, you know, a memorable introduction with, what, Nemesis chasing you down. and It's a very, like, weird installment to the game because they added a bunch of, like, janky mechanics. Like, there's the options mechanic, which is like, are you going to stay and fight Nemesis or are you going to run away and save this other person? Right, <laughs> right. Are you, are you Do you flip the electrical switch or do you uh, use the light to, to distract Nemesis? Like, well, uh, not really sure, but somehow Jill pushes Nemesis off which Nemesis being like nine foot tall and like 500 pounds. <laughs> weighs two tons. Weighs two tons. <laughs> and she just like, oh, he's distracted by this light. Ah, I can't see. And then she just walks up to him and uh, shoves him right off. Like, I don't know how she just did that, but bravo. Bravo. They, they, te- they, must, they must have taught how to fight monsters in the uh, stars at that point. I mean, she, truth be told, she did fight Tyrant. Yeah. Or was it Chris? Who, who fought Tyrant chronologically? <laughs> That's the answers we need to know. Well, it would have been right at the very end of the um, Racking City incident when Chris fought Tyrant. Yeah. Because that's when Wesker lets him out of the thing. Yeah. Well, the first Tyrant. That is true. That is true. Like, it, if you play as uh, Jill, it's just Barry knocks knocks him out. And Wesker just goes away and sets the bomb off. <laughs> my first real introduction to Resident <laughs> Evil, one of my earliest memories of uh, gaming in general is like my dad and my uncle playing Resident Evil 1 and me kind of like hiding behind the couch, like taking peeks of the game, them running through the mansion. PlayStation was one of the first consoles I really remember having and like Resident Evil is like one of the first games I remember us really owning for that because before that we had the Sega. But it was Resident Evil and then right after 2 came out we immediately got that and just thought like, I don't know. My family was just like hooked on like Resident Evil. Then eventually we got into like Silent Hill and all that stuff, but... Right. Resident Evil was like the first big series we really got hooked on. Nah, I could I could agree. Pro- that was probably the same with us because you know we we wanted we wanted more after three. So the only you know we we went backwards. We started with three and then we played two, and and then we played one. So and it was it was a strange transition from going from a from a 
scary stalker monster running throughout the city, chasing you down to being locked in a police station for the most part and trying to figure out what the heck you're supposed to do to, to slowly going like to different places throughout the city. And then the first game comes along and it's like, you're in this mansion. <laughs> it's like it's way more bare bones. <laughs> yeah, way more bare bones. So it's like, like really isolated. <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly liking the first one. I mean, it, you know, at that point I was too young to like really pay attention to like the story or let alone the terrible voice acting or anything. I just remember being in the mansion and just like, you know, it's definitely one of those games when you first pick it up, you're just like, where am I supposed to go and what am I supposed to be doing right now? Like, it's just, they, they leave you pretty, you know, empty as far as like where you, where you start. Whereas the other games are like more linear a little bit, like they kind of, they kind of, Nudge nudge, yeah, started. nudge you in the right like direction. The beginning is just all like you're at the entrance of this mansion. Yeah, yeah. Yo. Beginning of the first game, <laughs> you're just like I have to wander around and check all of these doors and see where they go. And let alone, I only got like one magazine of ammo. You know what I mean? So you're like, that's obviously one of the first priorities: is trying to find ammo and resources, all that good stuff. So like, yeah. Even when I like take a small break from playing it even to this day like i always start it up and i'm always just like all right what, what do i do first <laughs> like do i go and grab ammo do i go and like just start the game and start looking for all the key items or like and some of it's so non-linear because you go into that first part and you see the first zombie and then you could run down the hallway but all those doors are locked so you have to go back in and then you have to have that cutscene with barry but just all you'd expect to keep going forward, but there's so many points in that game where you have to double back just for the cutscenes to like make the interactions work. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's a blood on the ground. Hope it's not Chris's. <laughs> sure, hope it's not Chris's blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just stuff like that. So yeah, like two and three, you know, more linear. You don't really have, you do backtrack, but not as much. I mean, more so in two than three, but like three is probably the least. One that you really backtrack in. Three is like probably the most linear. Straightforward. Yeah, straightforward, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, not to mention Code Veronica as well, since, you know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, I mean I myself included always tend to forget that it's kind of part of the part of the first Resident Evils that have the tank controls and, you know, fixed camera angles and all that good stuff. And then, you know, at later out later down the road we have Zero as well. Even Code Veronica, like, still doesn't feel as quite where you have to explore and figure out what you're doing. I mean it is a little bit, because I do remember when we first played that one, it was a wandering around, figuring out what to do. And not to mention that some of the rooms the zombies respawn and like, oh that's kind of a new thing, you know, not not really something that we've seen before. Cause usually once you clear a room out, you go back and it's clear. You know, maybe maybe once you pick up a key item there might be some some more zombies to come along but like in that game in specific there is one room where the zombies will just keep respawning and it's the graveyard right at the beginning of the game so even if you somehow take all those zombies down right at the beginning they'll be back as soon as you come back there again so it's like oh well that was stupid so well one added that was it in the original the crimson heads were the crimson heads in the original were those added in the director's cut they were added in the remake oh okay no crimson heads were strictly added for the remake and that's as far as i know that that's the only game they were in they, they might have added them in like a different game but as far as i know that's i think they might have been an outbreak but i don't remember yeah they were an outbreak along with like <laughs> the like liquor zombies which was like a weird thing i don't know they added a bunch of like weird additives <clears throat> and outbreak i mean i played outbreak like the ceiling strangler zombies <laughs> i played outbreak a while ago um but i i haven't played it in a, in a minute but believe it or not they actually do have a uh, a way to play it online with people 
Like there, there is a way to still connect and play it, which is pretty good. Honestly, yeah, like there was the first wave of Resident Evil games, and then Outbreak is kind of Outbreak was just after four, right? I think or it was, was before. Before, damn it! I literally looked at a chronology list like a minute, <laughs> right? I look, most of it. I'm pretty sure Outbreak came out before four because it was still it would have been just around the same time, right? Yeah, like, right. I mean, couple of years because that's when they were really starting to like explore with the mechanics and stuff. Because there was Code Veronica in 2000, and Code Veronica does get a little bit more actiony than puzzly, like the other ones. A little like, bit, it's still puzzly and weird. But it you is. You can tell they were pushing more for like. We need to make some sort of change to the series so it's not the same formula. Well, I mean, it is you. Yeah, you say that, but it's weird because, like, when you play, if you play them sort of in order, like one, two, three, Code Veronica. If anything, Code Veronica kind of goes back a, a little bit in a way too, because it's not as like serious about itself. It has some of the like the most ridiculous like voice acting of the series. Like the especially like almost every villain that like does the evil cackling and laughing is just so over the top. Even Wesker's is just seriously over the top in that game and. I mean, I love it. Yeah, Wesker's like superpower zombie self. <laughs> right, yeah, like, I mean, like, like Alexi- Alexia and then, yeah, well, her brother. Yeah. Can't remember his name at the moment. Alex, that's the dad. Can't remember the... Alexia, good God. Alexander, no? No. What's his face? What are the... Two? Alfred. That's that, Alfred. I keep, I keep forgetting it's Alfred. I, whenever I think Alfred, I think Batman for some reason. But yeah, Alfred. Alfred. Alfred? Alfred. That guy. Yeah, his voice acting is... We're probably wrong on all of the names. No, we're not. <laughs> I just played through that game. Not not too long ago. I had to unlock Steve on the uh, on the battle game. So yeah, I played through it not too long ago. But I was kind of speedrunning it. Not to mention, I just got the HD game. It cost me 20 bucks. <laughs> worth it, though. <laughs> totally worth it. But no... Like, but it still feels linear, and yeah, there are there is a bit more actiony. I think out of all the games, when I when I finish that game, I end up having more ammo <laughs> for like <laughs> like every, yeah, like more ammo than I really need by the end of the game. It's definitely probably one of the yeah weapon heaviest games. I don't know. It's been I say it like I know what I'm talking about. It's been I don't think I played Veronica. Since Veronica came out, like, I've watched a lot of, like, random shit. Like, I watched a bit of, like, other people online messing around with it. But it's been a long-ass time since I physically touched it myself. Yeah? Really should get back to a lot of the older games. I really want to get a, um, buy an old PlayStation and just, like, stream a bunch of, like, random old PlayStation shit. Like, there's a few games I really want to touch, and most of it is, like, original PlayStation stuff. Like, specifically, I really wanted to fuck around with Survivor. Mm-hmm. Like, going back to original PlayStation again. I was trying, kind of trying to keep it in chronological order. But we skipped over the best game in the series, the final PlayStation 1, Resident Evil Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Game that makes, well, I was going to say it makes no fucking sense, but that's most of the Resident Evil series. Right. I mean, it, it, I mean, if anything, it has probably, if, if, if one has the worst voice acting, then, 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 then Survivor has, <laughs> like, if you take worse and put, put a pile of crap on it, 
then that's what Survivor is. Because, yeah, it has some pretty terrible voice acting. Not to mention, I think they, like, they literally chugged it out in, like, such an unfinished state that, like, some of the animations are, like, ridiculous. And uh, the story elements don't quite make sense. Like, it literally, the only, like, nudge it has, like, in in the series is the fact that, uh, what's what's his name on there? Like, Art Thompson or something? The main guy? Yeah. Something. Some really like he thinks thing. he's he thinks he's one person, then he ends up he finds an ID on the floor and he's just like, That must be Vin- me. Yeah, he thinks he's Vincent or something. <laughs> I'm Vincent. Oh no. Like he says it like really terribly, and then it's like, Oh, I'm not Vincent. I remember now. And it's just like it's so like just over the top. And he's like Oh, yeah, my friend, Leon S. Kennedy, and he says his full name, Leon S. Kennedy sent me here to investigate. And that's like the only like name drop that kind of ties it into the whole series. Like, my friend, (laughs) Leon, Leon. And then the only other mention of Survivor is actually in Code Veronica. And it's at the very beginning where it's just, they mention the different places where they've had incidents where they're like, or wait, no, it's uh, zero. Zero. Yeah. zero. Yeah, it's zero. My bad. Zero. They mentioned the island. Yeah. Right. They're like Rockford Island and then Sheena Island. I was just like, what the, f- what is Sheena Island? I, <laughs> I had to look it up and then it's, oh, it's Resident Evil Survivor. So I'm like zero mentions she- uh, Survivor. Why? You just had to cut one line from the intro. Nobody would have cared. But yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I thought it was code wrong. Yeah, because they said wrong. If you it. made it this far, forgot to mention, there will be spoilers for most of the Resident <laughs> Evil stuff. Now that we've got that covered. In- insert, insert <laughs> at, no, please take a note at 16 minutes, roughly. Uh, spoilers are ahead. I'm only going to edit this for swears and breaths. This is staying up. Indubitably. Spoilers ahead. Just, yeah, after after Survivor, it goes straight into, yeah, all the other ones for the PlayStation 2. Right, like Dead Aim, Outbreak. There was the re-release of Code Veronica and Code Veronica X. I'm trying to think if there was something else. I mean... The rest of the Gun Survivor series. <laughs> well, there was a Survivor 2, but that was only... Survivor I, 2, Code Veronica. I think that was uh, strictly Europe, and it was for gun... Like, it had to have the gun con thing connection... I think it was also an arcade game, like a legit arcade game for a very short time. Won't surprise me. Like, there's so many secondary things with Resident Evil. Like, all of the move, all of the 3D movies are canon. Right, right, and they're actually making a new one. I'm so fucking stoked. Did for you Dead see Island. that? It's they, gonna be the. Is it the first? First time movie that with Jill. First movie with Jill, and the first time Leon is meeting Jill. Leon's never met Jill? Leon's never met Jill. (laughs) That's so weird in the canon. Right? Like, Claire's never met Jill either. Like, Claire and Jill never have met. But, uh, the only time... Like, before Six, Leon had never met Chris either. The only time that Leon... Because they even make reference of the Code Veronica incident, right? Because that's... They send that letter out? Well, I was... Well, like, the only time that Leon had, like talked with Chris beforehand was yeah like uh, Claire sends out like a distress signal to Leon and then Leon notifies Chris hey she's at this island yeah and that's the only time that they've ever really talked beforehand and then all of a sudden they meet in Resident Evil 6 where oh hey Chris is trying to arrest or kill Ada and Leon's like no don't do it and then that's not even Ada it's some weird clone 
Vader. That whole fucking storyline makes it's no fucking so, sense. It, there's so much happening in that game. That whole game needs its own like wiki <laughs> to explain what's happening. Because that leads into six and all of that. Yeah. Mess. Yeah. I tried to read the whole story of that. That is the most six nonsensical of the Resident Evil games. Six. Like six. The story is. Well, so yeah, insane. because they have four different campaigns with. You know, that's like I was looking up the length of the uh, seven different characters to to like pump information into and all that. Like, yeah, like I I was going through like a listicle of like Resident Evil stuff, and one of the things was just like, what's the longest Resident Evil game to beat? And it's six with like twenty four hours. I was like, that doesn't count. You play as like eight different people, <laughs> right? Well, it's like if you want all different like scoops of the story. You have to play everybody. Overall, like it takes like maybe like five or six hours to finish one campaign. <laughs> you know? It's not bad at all. No, I mean, yeah, because I started off with Leon. Everybody, well, I think it makes you start. Off everybody with starts yeah. with Leon because it's at the top of the list, and it, Leon is like the closest it goes to to like cool. quote unquote survival horrorish. Yeah. Towards, you know... Which I was super stoked about that. I was like, yeah, they finally kind of went back. And then you get to the end of that campaign and it's like super actiony. And then all of the rest of the campaigns are just like the action. Super action. action. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't ever go back. It tries to be like a third person cover shooter for the rest of it. And you're just like, ah, Competing shit. with Gears of War <laughs> yeah, or something. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with like as much times like Leon comes close to dying in, in just the end of the campaign. I'm just like... I, I've always I've always talked about it. I'm just like, you know, Leon's a pretty lucky guy in that game. You know, not to mention he survived everything leading up to that point. You know, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 4, all the things that go on with the animated movies. Now the guy's surviving plane crashes, train derailments. The longest helicopter car, crash ever. The recorded. longest hel- yeah, <laughs> helicopter crash, plane crash, car crash, train derailment. All within the same campaign. All within the same three-day period. Exactly. I'm just like, do you know the odds of surviving even just one of those? <laughs> like, the car accident one is already pretty staggering. Plane crash one, well, you know, that's... Helicopter crash is actually, I would say, like, the statistics aren't very good. Helicopter crash. Not to mention train derailments. <laughs> and the guy just pulls it off like it's nothing. He's unstoppable. This man, like this man, he's, and he's still kicking. Like they, like I said, they got that new uh, CG movie coming out here. I wonder if it's if it's like a movie or if it's going to be like a Netflix thing. If it's yeah, I'm interested. I never, I didn't look that I, up. I still didn't like watch Infinite one. Darkness, which I've heard is something you really don't even need to watch. It's a good movie. Oh, show. It's just a movie that's broken into like however many parts it is. <laughs> Four. Um, but it's pretty good. It just doesn't add anything to the story, which annoyed me. Yeah. I, I like the path they're going with Claire. I really like the anti-terrorism, like, journalist thing she's got going on. It's a weird path after, like, the early, early Resident Evil stuff, but it makes sense for her direction. Right. Well, I mean, something I always kind of tend to forget is it's only three months that go between two and three. Code Veronica. Yeah. So she's like, even though she's, she seems more grounded in uh, Code Veronica and not to mention like extremely badass. Let that beginning opening we were just talking about. Uh, she like, and then she goes to that. Like, yeah. She goes to like, 
And not, you know, and not again, like she, she's doing all that and she's only 19. That's like, I, I was just like, how old is she in this movie? She's 19. She's like dodging helicopters, shooting her. <laughs> she has a whole militech group that she just like knocks out with a shot to a, to a, to a flame thing behind them all. Like, you know how hard it is to shoot a handgun and be accurate? <laughs> she's just like, Phew, like John Wick. Very conveniently placed explosive barrel. Right, and not, and I don't think it kills them all. It knocks them out. She's very careful about that. She waits until they walk a little bit forward, so she's not going to kill anybody. She only kills zombies, not not people. So that we know. Of. That we know. Of. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes from that to being the anti, like yeah, because that's how Revelations two starts. Is or even then, like Resident Evil two. Um, Revelations 2 is one of the only ones I haven't played out of the whole series. Ditto. I have not played it either. I looked up the majority of the story. A lot of it, I'm like, it, it how is, does this make sense? It is It is kind of like the, the first Revelations, if you've read into that one too. It's, it's, it's all the most convoluted fucking story, especially like Revelations 1, because it switches the timeline around throughout the game. It's right. like, when does this... Not to mention it, it every time you start a chapter, it just goes previously on. <laughs> like I like I should have waited a week to play the next chapter so I could have forgotten what just happened. But uh yeah, like you said, it is pretty convoluted. I the second one is pretty convoluted as well. That's so. the part that like really fucking throws me off too, because just all like this is Albert Wesker's sister. And there's no- Alex Wesker. Just all like, but weren't wasn't he a clone? Why does he have a sister? Like, there's one brief mention of her, I think, in 5, I think. I do not remember that. I, I, I'm not, I mean, I, I don't know, but... Do you think he survived? Do you think Wesker survived? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if they plan on remaking 5, maybe that'll give us some answers. <laughs> That's the answers. And, and not I some... would fucking love it if they literally remade up to 6. <laughs> oh my god, if they, get, if they remade 5 and 6, like... <laughs> I think they're going a little overboard with these remakes at this point. And then they haven't... They, they, they don't touch Code Veronica or 1 or 0 at that at that point either. Like, they just leave those three out. But they remake the, the ones that caused so much shit. Especially 6. I th- if, they, if they do remake 6, oh my god. Like, how far do you think they're going to take it with these remakes? <laughs> is the real question. Just like, ah, oh, shit. I guess. I mean, I'm still. It's, it's the I'm year 2032, and they're remaking Village. Just like I don't, I don't know anymore, man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm still genuinely shocked that the remake of Four was actually like a thing. Like oh, before, before it was really announced, it was always just like a rumor. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was like gaining traction, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, no, it's actually happening. I'm like, oh. Really? I don't know. I was talking actually earlier with somebody and, and we had sort of the same mindset of it. I was like, it looks like an extremely faithful, like, remake and adaptation and, and, you know, it looks like a nice and very well looking general moder- modernization of it, but it just seems entirely unnecessary. For a game that's been brought to like 11 different platforms, including VR, I mean, there was a point where you could play it on your phone. You could play it in VR, you could play it on the computer, Xbox, GameCube, Wii. It was everywhere, and then now, yeah, they gotta remake it, so. Yeah, well, to be fair, that's been, when did it come out, 2005? 2005. Yeah, it's been 18 years, which is 
fucking crazy. To it say has, yes. But I still remember <laughs> that day that I got it for PS2. That was when I got it. I still remember that day because it came out like right around, right around my birthday. So I still remember. Yeah, my my two strongest gaming memories are Resident Evil. It's the one I was talking about earlier, like remembering peeking behind like the couch, all scared, and like mm. watching them fucking play the first game. And then the day Resident Evil Four came out. Because we bought it, we pre-ordered it, so we picked it up at, like, midnight the night before at a fucking GameStop, and then we fucking brought it home. My brother immediately started playing it at the house. He stayed at our house that whole weekend, um, released in the middle of the week specifically. I remember because it came out, my bro brother played it all night, I woke up, went to school, he was still playing it, got home from school, and he was still playing it. Like, he never slept, and he beat the game in a day. I mean, honestly, I was I, I did the same thing. I got it home, and I didn't put it down. And then, like, I think I, ha- I had to go to school, but I didn't. <laughs> I made like I did. I, like, walked up the street. I waited for, like, 20 minutes for everybody to leave. And then I just turned around, <laughs> went back, <laughs> went back inside, turned it on, started playing it. I'm a little bit less than, like, two hours into play of the remake. And, like, every time I get, like, to a part where I'm just like, oh, no, they cut, like, this small part out of it. And I, like, start getting annoyed. And then I walk further and it's there. And I'm like, oh, shit, they just, like, rearranged a bunch of shit. Which throws me off so much because I'm playing the VR version of Resident Evil 4 too, Which is more... Which is just... Like the original. graphics. Yeah. So, like, literally all the maps are fresh in my head. All I know all the maps to four, like, the back of my fucking hand. So, like, going... going, make you're just like, wait, hold on, this looks... Throws me off Mm. so much, because a lot of it is just, like, so slightly changed, or, like, I don't know, a lot of it's just completely mapped with, like, things slightly twisted around. And there are just, obviously, whole cloth new pieces. Hmm. But it's so close. The only thing that annoys me is I just got to the merchant, and he's got an entirely different accent. What you got there, stranger? Like, it's weird. It's makes sense, because of where it takes place, that he'd be like... Oh, yeah, we four. never did look up the, the actor for Leon, because I heard him talk, and I'm like, that's not how he sounds in Rise Evil 2. I'm like, who is this guy? Who voices him? Is it somebody different? I didn't even think to check at all. I don't know. Again, I've I, up until you just showing me what you did on your stream, I was just like, I had no idea. Like he talked, like he his voice was different. Yeah, I think my favorite, and it could just be because I'm like really like him as a voice actor, and I know like a lot of his work. I really liked Resident Evil Six with Matt Mercer. I think that's probably my favorite Leon. Well, like I said, that's just because really lot watch a lot of shit with Matt Mercer. <laughs> I really like really like what he's done. Oh God, it's going into a list. Says it's still him, still the same guy, but he doesn't doesn't sound anything like he does in the other game the other game he's like oh no oh god oh like he sounds like oh no and then and this like he has like the to be fair it is like how many years later 1998 versus what 2004 yeah not so. that much like only four or five years your voice changes a lot in six to seven years not really he's kind of the same like he, he like leon was like 20 something and two and then, like, by four, he's in his, like, later 20s. Yeah, if you're in a position where you talk a lot, your voice eventually gets deeper. <laughs> yeah, but he sounded totally different. Like, in, in two, he was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's exactly like him. <laughs> Sounds exactly like the guy. I'll get you out. Like, I just couldn't remember the beginning where he's trying to save that dude. He's like... I haven't played any of the remakes at all. Two or three? Yeah. Besides the <laughs> original remake of... 
one. one. <laughs> now you're playing the that remake doesn't of count, four. It's like <laughs> fifteen years on from that. Right, the only like sort of true remake. I mean, so honestly, I'm pretty sure that they, in Capcom's words, they say that like two, three, and probably four. Aren't, ex- aren't what they would they call remakes, but they call remodernizations, or yeah. they have another term for it where it's not quite a remake. Yeah, just a retelling. Retelling, yeah. So like, you know, essentially all of these remakes are considered non-canon because you know the story's kind of already been established with the originals. They're really just kind of retelling the same thing, maybe changing a slight few things here or there. I'm sure for goes in that category as well too and, and any other ones they they'll probably end up remaking or what i don't know they just like i said decide to make five or six <laughs> but they if they do decide to make six they're gonna probably so they're gonna cut so much <laughs> and it's not because they want to it's because they have to it's because they realized how little sense it makes <laughs> and how they added way too fucking much to the game the first time. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think having, I mean, like six characters, it's like, it's like an episode of Friends where like you have to keep up with so much. But even then, like at least Friends, they did it in a way where like most of the time it's, it all flows within balance, you know what I mean? But, but six is like so much all over the place. It's really hard to, like, keep up with pretty much anything that's going on. Right. Fucking, um, what's his name in Six? He's not actually Wesker's son, right? He's just another clone? No, he is. He is actually Wesker's son. Yeah, because... This is mom. I don't know. That's it's <laughs> never really talked about because, yeah, they that... Again, spoilers, but at the end, you know, they end up... Like, Chris and his buddy end up having to work with Sherry and Jake, and there, there's this part where... For this, this huge confrontation about, oh yeah, I killed your dad, by the way, and it's just like, why is this, why, why is he t- telling him this? Like, what is, it's just this whole, and then he like, even was like, you killed my dad, ah! like, he, he didn't even know him. <laughs> but it had nothing to do with Right. It's just all like, Wesker hasn't been attached to anybody since the raccoon incident. Just like, wouldn't even have known anybody. <laughs> right. Like, well, even then, like, Sherry is, like, hinting at the whole time, like, oh, like, you know who that is, right? Like, no. Like, oh, he's, that's Chris. Like, you know, he had, like, there is this thing with, like, this guy named Wesker who I think is your dad. Like, she's kind of, like, kind of hitting at it the whole time. And it's like, oh, I think he killed him. Yeah, 6 is definitely one of the game's same thing. I haven't revisited it since oh, it came man. out. There's 5 I replayed recently-ish. I think I replayed 5 like 2 years ago, 3 years ago. Mm. But 6, after playing so much of it, I was like, I don't think I want to touch this ever again. <laughs> I will say this. like, It is kind of interesting that, yes, the Sherry and Jake end up being like, you know, not... Like working together, because I mean, essentially, they're both their dads work together, but they did the exact opposite thing. They were trying to like create a virus, and like they thought they were doing God's work or whatever, and they ended up. I never even thought about kind of like specific thing about their parents work together. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and now here they are with with you know the the the, the next bloodline, the next generation. Well, it, it's it's in the game. Jake's blood is is the cure. So, something about his blood. Is, I don't know how that's going to come I don't back. know. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but that, that was the whole deal with him. So, you know, he's literally 
the blood the blood carrier that because he he injects himself with the virus and it ends up not working on him and that that was the whole point they were giving out the virus is trying to find somebody who who didn't get infected by it because they have the right antibodies or whatever so i'm assuming it would have to be because wesker had all that shit in him yeah like it was the same reason, yeah, exactly, because it was the same, exactly the same way that Wesker was created. Because yeah, Wesker became superhuman from all the viruses. Because he had the right antibodies in him, yeah, same thing, so, yeah. That's yeah. the only reason I don't think he died in that volcano. <laughs> right, it's just like, yeah, he, now he's a, well, he did infect himself with Ouroboros, so I think, I think that did him in, not to mention, like, volcano, rockets. I don't know. I don't know if the Ouroboros... Like, because at that point, I don't think he's Wesker anymore, right? Now he's this Ouroboros monster. Yeah, this other being. Which, to, you know, he, he, they say that Ouroboros chooses who it, like, will adapt to and all that stuff. But I think <laughs> I think the only uh, thing that it would adapt to is Wesker. Because it's, yeah. it's just as egotistical as he is. <laughs> He made his own. He made a virus like based on himself, essentially. <laughs> so that's like the only reason why he doesn't become this weird monster thing. But even he he does kind of, in a way. He just retains more of his human form than the others. Yeah, I, I think it's one of the funniest things about the Resident Evil games is almost every single game retcons how the virus starts. <laughs> Because the very first game, isn't it Birkin, the one who made it? Well, for the very first game, it's just Umbrella made it. Umbrella I thought it was specifically Birkin because he's like putting it into his suitcase. Because he's just well, that's like, it's two. My, it's my that's name. two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's two. And he's making the G virus. So our Umbrella Inc. Made the T. Just just made the T virus, and Wesker was there because <laughs> he's still wearing his sunglasses. <laughs> There's a picture of him wearing a white coat. <laughs> And it, you can tell it's him blatantly because of this. <laughs> Otherwise, it would just be some blonde dude without his sunglasses. Yeah, and then four, four kind of makes the reference of just all like, oh, this must be the beginning of the virus. It's just like whatever they found in the water off the side of the, with Las Plagas, just all like, oh, this is somehow connected to the other viruses. And then five is just all like, now nah, we found it at the bottom of this cave well, because like... of all these flowers. And then seven's just all like. Now nah, fucking like weird Bang. swarm shit that could fucking like infect people, and then H just like now nah, here's the definitive start. Well, actually, I just played through eight, and like Spencer was late uh, was Mother Miranda's student is what is how it was kind of addressed as. So like he learned, he studied with her, and then was like, oh, all right, well that's great. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do this now. We found this flower in Africa. Seems legit. (laughs) That's essentially kind of how it happens. Yeah, because Mother Miranda finds, like, the main first thing. Well, Mother Miranda was already infected with her thing, and she's like, yeah, I've been alive for, like, 50 years years now. And, you know, everything's good. The village is up there. (laughs) You know... I got, I got, a, I got to kidnap one every now and again and do some test subjects on it, see what happens, and then yeah, Spencer's like, hey, by the way, you don't mind if I take this logo, this logo <laughs> I saw there, right? Cool, all right, cool. We're gonna call it an umbrella, by the way. Yeah, just like you know, all your like royal crests, it's mine now. I'm taking that. <laughs> right, that's mine now, and we're working on this progenitor virus, which 
somehow, if you mix that, like I had to look into this shit because I was just like, how does this all work? So essentially what it breaks down to is they, they took the progenitor virus and they mixed it with rabies. Okay. And that's what made the T virus. And then they made the G virus, which is the T virus mixed with something, I think. Something else. Well, yeah, because it's, it's, I think it's the progenitor virus mixed with something else, which makes the G virus. I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of... And then, like, the T virus... Yeah, because the flower is called, like, the something of the sun. Right, that's and then even shit. then, like, the T virus has different variants of it as well, too. Because, like, that's why there's different tyrants. Yeah, and then there's the... Oh, fuck. What is the one from Revelations? The abysmal. A virus or something? Yeah. Well, yeah that's then, the abysmal tyrant, right? Is what it's called? Something I, along the lines of that? I think so. Or what? Abyssal. The one at the end? Yeah. The first one? Well, the one that teleports? Yeah. All some, of a fucking sudden? Yeah. And, and has clones of himself. And you have to attack the real one or something. Yeah. I was really interested in 8. Because there is... Um, in the... Before it came out. Because in Resident Evil 7, in the demo, did you play the entirety of Beginning Hour? I didn't play the demo, no. In Beginning Hour, you see ghosts. Mm. There's like, I think, six Well, no, no, I watched you play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched you play it. And then there's like hints of like other random shit, because you don't know what the mold is until like the very, very end. So there's, like, hints that there might be other, like, random supernatural shit going on. So when the demo, when the trailer came out for 8 and there was werewolves, and then, like, hints that Lady D was a fucking like vampire, vampire thing. I was like, are they just throwing it all out the window and just, just fucking it's supernatural they're just, they're just using every other thing but zombies. <laughs> right? Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, if you read, like, once you read all the files, it's like, well, it's not really werewolves, but it's something that's, like, we- like a werewolf. So we're, call- right, we're calling it a werewolf because it's very similar to one. And it's not quite vampires. It's more like... Her body could heal super fast. In this she's more like a wolverine way. that needs to eat people. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it has a weird explanation for it. Well, he's yeah. not quite she a fish. She could become a swarm because of this reason. She, like, right, like the, the daughters, yeah. The, the, well, the daughters, like, yeah, she, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it, all, it all breaks down to mold. <laughs> it really all breaks down to, like... Or Which is the only way that, like, revelations make sense. The, is because they did the mold later on. That, like, the weird, like, plant zombies make any fucking sense whatsoever. I was going to say, like, I never really got that far enough to know what the hell those things were. I just know I got to the prison part and, like, just got overwhelmed by all those enemies that spawn. And I'm just like, what, did, what are all these things? And why, why are we killing them all? And what is happening? And then I'm like, I think I played just, like, the first, what, episode or whatever they For call Revelations it. For Revelations 2? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Revelations 2, I played the... F- I got up to the first puzzle, and then the AI annoyed the shit out of me, and I stopped playing the game. <laughs> Moira? Because I was just like, yeah. Because the very beginning of it is already, like, a kind of annoying puzzle. And I was like, I'll get back to this when I have a second person to play with. And then I just never went back. <laughs> just never went back. And then I ended up reading the wiki. So the whole thing is, like, they go onto the island... And then there's experiments on the island. Barry goes to rescue his daughter. He has another daughter. Right, right. that's Moira, yeah. And then Alexa is, like, trying to do this ritual to put her body in, like, a younger body. Alex? Yeah, Alex. Mm-hmm. 
And so, like, I guess the game ends and Alex is now in Barry's daughter's body. Or some, it's something really fucking dumb and convoluted like that. Right, and then you never, it's never mentioned ever again. It's never addressed again. Right, no Revelations 3. Like, you know, I've heard rumors about it. Like, oh, they're going to make Revelations 3 and Rebecca's going to be in it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then, no, nothing. Yeah, the biggest, because 8 ends... And eight at the very beginning, it's really annoying if you pre-ordered it with all the bonuses, because there's a note that comes with it from Zoe explaining the Zoe. whole situation. And then at the very end, she just saw like, "I think it'd be interesting to try to track them down." And then the game never fucking addresses Zoe right at all. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And so the biggest threads that are up in the air still in Resident Evil is Barry. <laughs> Barry's still alive. After all the shit he went through, somehow, miraculously, he's got fucking the same luck as Leon, where he's gone through, like, insane shit. No human being should survive. Right. Barry's daughter has Alex. Well, like, yeah, but his adopted daughter now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I kind of know the ending, yeah, because, like, he, he's like, oh, you can live with us now. And she's like, yay. And then, like, it does the whole, like... She looks away and she's like, ha 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 yeah, I'm like evil. Creepy cackling. <laughs> right? Creepy, yeah. Like shadowy foreshadowing. <laughs> and then in 7, they keep mentioning two groups. There's the others and, and then, the family. Well, the connections. The connection. Oh, it's the connections and the family, not yeah. the others. Yeah. There's the connections and the family. And I still have no idea who the fuck either of those are. I think both of them are groups that Wesker started separately. <laughs> Well, no, because there was an HFS mention, which was Wes- who Wesker was with in Code Veronica. And then the connections, I think, ended up being uh, Mother Miranda. Because there's a picture of her. Well, no, not quite Mother Miranda, because she worked, like, she worked for herself. And then this must be fun for the people listening at home. She's like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no, I know. I, I, I because I read this file in eight just recently because it, it was it was talking about how mother like Miranda was just like she experimented taking people from the village and experimenting on them with this could do thing, and then it wasn't until the connections reached out to her and said, Hey, we can help you make your daughter. But you gotta, you gotta work for us, not we work for you. Yeah, you cool, like, and she, of course she was like, yeah, I want to make my daughter. So and that's and that's, that's where me. that's where Evelyn came came along because yeah, there was a picture of Mother Miranda, two other scientist dudes, and uh, and Mike. Mia, Evelyn, and then I didn't recognize him at first, but it was Alan from the ship. Okay, Alan, now shut up. I just call him. <laughs> <sighs> That's good. Uh, yeah, the guy that dies on the ship. Yeah, because I was just like, who the hell is that guy? And I'm like, oh, wait, it's him because he's got the full beard. And yeah, because I was, and yeah, and you read the file and she's just like, well, whatever I have to do. And yeah, that was because Evelyn it, at first was the closest thing to her daughter, but then it was just like, no. Not close enough. Not close really. enough. So then she, I think she ends up like bailing. And being like, all right, well, this was fun, but I'm going to go back to my lab now out in this, you know, Europe wilderness thing. <laughs> and then I think that somehow sets off the events of Seven. Yeah. Which makes... There's so much with Seven as well that's, like, left 
kind of unanswered. Like that, I'm just like so fucking confused. What is their connection to Raccoon City? Because they have a picture of the Arclay Mountains where the facility is. And, they have some and the sort sheriff, of like. Or... Well, there was a picture of Arclay Mountains in the in the in the house. Yeah, in the house room. Which I'm assuming could be just like maybe they had just had like a relative live there, or maybe they used maybe the Bakers lived there once. Yeah, and then something. there's like um one of the there's a thing set for repairs in the attic. No, there's a letter for fucking designing the house. What the fuck am I thinking of? Somebody who builds things. George, Architect. <laughs> George Trevor? There's um there's a reference to one of the uh, architects that built stuff. In yeah, Washington George. City. It was like Trevor something. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a book. There's a there's a book you find, and it was by him. No, there's a specific order for like building their house. Oh, underneath. By... Oh, okay, I must have somehow skipped. I yeah, think I did. That was probably one of the files I missed because I did just play through Biohazard not too long ago in VR. Oh yeah, just fun. Yeah, so... Yeah, in the attic. And somehow I got that on the first playthrough, but I missed the, like, happy birthday tape and then how to do the puzzle, and I was so confused. Right? Yeah, (laughs) because I I think I was there for that. (laughs) Yeah, that's when you first caught my stream. And that's when you were like, oh, maybe this Twitch thing is something. (laughs) Right, maybe this Twitch thing might pay off. But yeah, there's this order for, like, building the puzzles, like, some of the mechanisms in the house. And there's some reference to, like, somebody who built something in Raccoon City because it's dated for about the same time period. Hmm. It must if have, I remember correctly, I could it must have been. Well, like I said, I think I might have missed that file because I probably would have remembered reading it. And then there's also the part later on in the game that really bothers me because they're just not like, listen, listen here, son, we're just a normal family. Oh, yeah, that yeah, that just random, ghost, like, ghost yeah. thing, yeah. But they weren't a normal family. Everything points to the fact that they were always fucking crazy. Kind of. Lucas killed another kid when he was a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember They're reading that. Attic. And they all just like nonchalantly just like, all right, well, that, yeah. That happened, I guess. Yeah. And then there's the morgue under the house. Right. Like, what do they need that for? Yeah, because they're just all like, oh, yeah, we were just a normal family, but just like everything there is not normal. Crazy. I mean, did they all build that just for Lucas so he can continue being the weirdo he was? Or, I mean, that wasn't all built for just him. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, that's the super, like, weird part. Because that's like, maybe something happened with Jack when he went into the military and he came out and he was, like, a little not all there. As well as, like, all the stuff with Lucas. I mean, that's just conjecture. There's no reference to that what's the fucking ever, but that's all I could think of. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could be right, honestly, because I, yeah, I don't, I can't think of anything. Because they were only under the thing with Evelyn for, like, what? Three, three years? Because, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it, it was, like, 2000. Can't build that whole fucking basement in three 2000, years. yeah, it was 2014 when they brought her, like, the storm happened and they brought Evelyn and Mia back, and then, yeah. 2017 is when, yeah. Ethan, good old Ethan, who immediately just doesn't turn around and be like, you know what, I think, I think this, uh, I think this might be a fluke. I just like, I think, I think things might be a little fucked up. <laughs> just all, like, immediately back out. Right, I mean, you know, within ten minutes of finding her, she ends up chopping your hand off. <laughs> things aren't going so good. And then Ethan gets knocked out. Right. By Jack. Quote unquote, knocked out. 
He was dead that whole time. Yep, that's what, well. I mean, I yeah, I thought about that because yeah, I, obviously I just played eight, and you know, oh, you've been dead. Little Evelyn want to be there. I was like, you're dead. I'm like, yeah, you know what? It makes sense. The guy probably bled out from getting his hand fucking chopped off because you know he didn't even just like he just like kept it elevated, thinking, oh, you know, eventually the bleeding will stop. But no, that shit was like no no bandage, no nothing, just like. He didn't even have time to pour that little liquid, whatchamacallit, that he just he found. his hand chopped off, and the only thing that happens, you're sitting in that chair. Who knows how long you're bleeding out in that chair. All that happens no, before is that. Zoe comes and staples your hand back on. Like, that would fucking work. Right, like all the nerves <laughs> would just connect, and all that good stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, because there's that short period where it shows him being dragged into the house, so, you know... Because they were in the guest. Yeah, he would have been bleeding that whole time. He would have been bleeding out that whole time. And yeah, there was no... Like, he didn't do the... What was it? The thing... Like, like it was... What was it? Saw? The tourniquet? Yeah. Well, no. Like, in Saw, like, the whole time... Like, it was a huge question of whether that doctor dude at the beginning... Because in the first movie, he chops his ankle off and you never see him ever again. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, in the then the last one, not the not the one that what the jigsaw one that came out or the other one, but like Saw 3D, the final chapter. <laughs> if it goes to him, it shows what happens, and he walks up or he crawls up to a thing, and like it's a hot steaming pipe, and he puts his ankle up to it and carterize or burns it to where it stops the bleeding. That makes sense, but Ethan does not do any of that whatsoever. Like. You were right with the freeze and the first time it's cauterizing it. Yeah. Well, what, you know. <laughs> he, yeah. He, 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 no, Ethan didn't do that. You just see him hold his hand the whole time. He's just holding his stub. Like, it's like, ah, shit. It was, I think it's this hand, right? <laughs> yeah. Because he, you know, he gets stabbed in this hand. And he's like, ah. Yeah, so his right hand. Yeah. Yeah, not to mention, yeah, because he also already has that happen with <laughs> the, the knife, knife earlier. Like, he gets stabbed right through the hand. And, but at least he pours the little magic thing on there, and he's like, oh, well. And then, and then right at the beginning of 8, he gets that hook straight through his hand, too. And then his hand fucking cut off again. Well, he gets his hand bit off where, like, he has just, like, these three and, like, like a part of this one. Like, it's literally, this one's all gone, and it's just, like, barely just, like, a little bit, a little bit of this stub here. My favorite moment in 8 is when you're at the basement and you're getting ready to, like, do the lock, and then... Lady, yeah, she Lady comes Dimitras and cuts, cuts your hand off. And then you pour the liquid, and somehow the first aid bends your, mends your coat back together, too. Right, no, he just <laughs> no, he just puts it back on, and the coat, like, the fabric doesn't bend or anything. There's no blood, nothing. It just goes right top, right over top, right where the slice is. And then, yeah, he just pours it over it, and then, yeah, he just magically starts moving his fingers again. But yeah, the coat just has like a tear throughout the whole thing, and then but like it never like falls off. <laughs> you see, it, it's, it reconnects like everything completely goes back together. His hand and the coat just magically. The hand, yeah, reconnect. the hand and the coat. But yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like when he puts it back on, like that, just that small piece of the coat just doesn't fall off. <laughs> right where he got sliced. Nope, it's it stays on. Not to mention, like, I think he's got stuff on underneath his coat, too. <laughs> he's got, like, three different layers he's wearing. Yeah, because he's, you know, trying to keep his non-dead body warm. <laughs> oh, shit. Just random going back. When 
8 was getting ready to come out, and the first trailer showed Chris just, like, shooting Mia dead. What was your reaction to that crazy shit? Just like, did you think Chris was the bad guy, or did you think other I mean, I kind of was just like, what is happening right now? Like, <laughs> just like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I mean, I mean, there's been some 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 character shifts with Chris, you know. What was it? Because he snaps on people in six, like he just well, like, so, yeah, six, crazy yeah, in yeah, six. Yes, on six, he's going through like, like this amnesia. episode where he's like amnesia, and yeah, he has a severe like PTSD kind of deal going on where, you know, yeah, he has these flashbacks, and yeah, he snaps, and he's he's very short tempered. To where, like, he, it's such a huge change from how he was in five, where he's more stoic and, like, he- heroic and, like, Captain America buff and all that stuff. Like, punched a fucking boulder. He punched a boulder. Or even then in Cobronica, he's just the big brother. Yeah. You know, and then even in the first game, he's still kind of the big brother to Rebecca, at least, you know. Yeah, I'd say that's actually, like, one of the biggest shifts to his character. Right. It's like, he stops being, like, the older brother protector. And right. that's, like, three quarters of the way through five. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, because it gets a little, like, once Wesker comes into play, he kind of has a little shift, I think. And then, yeah, six, Fueled it's total. Fueled by rage from the Jill situation. <laughs> well, yeah, and they, well, yeah, that, and then six, yeah, six is totally like, I'm going to get Ada, I'm going to kill Ada, <laughs> the whole time. That bitch is gonna pay, and he gets—he just gets all hell bent on trying to kill Ada. And then yeah, seven. It was just I'm Redfield. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> and then unless you're paying attention to like all of the background stuff with like all of that, the all of a sudden Chris is a part of Umbrella thing makes no fucking sense. Right. I looked into it. I was just like, what the fuck is Blue Umbrella? And apparently, Blue Umbrella is like a redux of Umbrella. Just owned by BSAA now. No, well, I no, I don't know if it was owned by BS. I think its former members of Umbrella reformed it, and like they're all about the opposite of what they were before. Like they're trying to make amends with the world, and like you know, yeah, they're trying to like, uh, you know, do do the wrongs by the rights or rights by the wrongs or whatever. They're, they're the opposite of what they used to stand for, essentially. And they hired Chris, who was still employed by the BSA at that point. Because of the weird shit from S- Revelations 1 2, we're just like, oh, BSAA were the bad guys. Kind of, yeah. Like, they're, yeah, one of the, one of the guys was corrupt. Yeah, like, because I always thought that Chris founded BSAA. They did. It was Chris, Jill, and. One other that, person. That dude, right. That dude <laughs> in Revelations. Yeah, and it turns out that dude was a crook. So yeah, BSA is kind of... Which is but fucking... he, still, he still is employed by BSA in 7. But he was working with Blue Umbrella. And then 8. And then 8, there's no mention of Blue Umbrella. There's no mention of Blue Umbrella. And there's only mentions of the BSAA at the very end. Where and they're just like... They're, and they were they're using the, bioweapons instead, yeah. instead of soldiers now. So yeah, BSA is now using what... Pretty much BSA is using fire to fight fire now. And and Chris is no longer with them. And he he's... I don't know who he's working with now. That's one of the big shifts. And there's hints that 7, that 8 was supposed to be more of like a military-based action game originally before it became what it was supposed to be. Because mm. that's why the Wolf Pack is so established, even though they're barely in the game at all. 
is because they put a the, lot of the original version of the game was supposed to be you just play as Chris with the wolf pack and go through the castle and all yeah, that stuff. Go through a bunch of shit. And then they like restructured the game to where that didn't make any sense anymore. And then they had the whole Ethan storyline. From what I remember reading. Huh. I mean, that kind of makes sense. That's why there's like huge character profiles in the extras of that game where it just like explains every member of the wolf pack in detail. Right. Even their costumes, you can tell they each had like their own specific thing going on. Right. Yeah. And again, that would have been made great DLC. Like, oh, if yeah, they would have stuck with that and had, like, because you do see them throughout the game, like, Ethan runs into them, so I think that would have been interesting. I mean, I don't know what they could have added, but they could have could have done something. Kind of like the, uh, Ada storyline yeah, in Resident yeah, yeah. Evil 4. Kind of like show what they were doing in the background all yeah, the time. That'd yeah, be dope yeah. as fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect DLC. Son of a bitches. Instead, they focused on Reverse, which. Reverse looks and like Remake it's of 4. Never coming out. <laughs> well, is it reverse? Yeah. Okay. It's already colon verse. <laughs> Resident Evil reverse. Oh, man. Yep, because that's what everybody wants is Battle Royale Resident Evil. If you wanted to do that, you can go on Fortnite and get the Resident Evil skins and just have everybody play a Resident Evil character. Or Dead by Daylight. They have a bunch of Resident Evil stuff on there now. And a bunch of Silent Hill shit. That game's actually pretty cool. I just don't have enough friends who can to play that with. Bastards. But the future of Resident Evil, we got Dead Aim come Dead what the fuck? Dead Island coming out, which I am super fucking stoked about. Like I said, I don't know if that's a movie or a Oh, is that the show. name of the thing? Yeah. It's Resident Evil Dead Island. I was going to say, I think they're getting... Yeah, because it was what? Resident Evil... I think it confused a lot of people because it was Resident Evil Damnation... And then, no, no, Degeneration, then Damnation, then Vendetta, then what? What's the other one? one yeah, Infi- was, Infinity Darkness? Yeah, Infinite Darkness. Yeah. And Infinite Darkness came out around the same time period as the Netflix TV show. Well, that that is the Netflix show. Or, or are you talking about the live, the live action? action? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. the live action TV show. I really wanted to make a video, uh, or I could just do it on this podcast at some point, specifically talking about that show. Because the acting is fucking great those actors give their all to every goddamn scene and the cgi of the monsters is so fucking cool the writing is the worst fucking thing i've ever read like the actors pull it off with everything they have and it's just it's not enough to save how bad the writing is on that show Hmm. i got like forced myself through three episodes of it and i was just like i can't i can't do this show anymore hmm I never watched it actually. I never, I never got around to it. Like the guy who plays Wesker is amazing. Is that who played Wesker? Was that Lance Reddick? <laughs> but like the and, future of Resident Evil, like Dead Island's coming out. We still have Billy theoretically come back. Billy, <laughs> Carlos, Billy, Carlos, uh, Sheva, Sheva. That's what we. That's what we want. Is a game with or a, movie, a CG movie with those three as the as the, <laughs> the main lead. As the main lead. No reference Billy, to any of the other Billy, yeah, Billy, who's like a more like just older dude now because it's been a while. You know, ex prisoner, ex con, all that good stuff. Been on the run his whole life. And then Sheva, who's just like with modern technology, there'd be no fucking way they didn't find him. <laughs> right. That's what it is. Sheva is hunting Billy. Because <laughs> he's in Africa again. 
and that he's the suspect of a of a bioterrorism incident. And then uh, who, uh, Carlos. The the thing I'm confused about where we're going with the future of Resident Evil is. <laughs> Are they going to continue it off the fucking timeline from the end of Shadow of Rose? Because that would throw so much of the current connected shit right out the window. I have no idea. Because Alex um, Moira would be, like, in her 20s now all of a sudden. And then Alex did who knows God what in her body over that time period. Like, all the stuff Rose versus Alex. And everything else. Like, like, if we're continuing the timeline, like, 15 years later all of a sudden, 20 years later all of a sudden, just not like... What the fuck are they doing with all the other threads that they had? There's so much, yeah, there's so much, yeah. No, I kind of feel you on there. Like, I, honestly, it feels like this tree <laughs> that's just, like, growing in such fucked up directions it doesn't know where to go anymore. <laughs> like, I love it. I love the Resident Evil series. Like, the storyline. Can you imagine what that tree no- looks like? <laughs> just the actual timeline of diverging, like... I think I think somebody made like a six hour video that explains the entire like up until seven. Just up until seven. Or six. So we tried to do this once before where we talked about the entirety of Resident Evil right before eight and why we loved it. And I watched that whole thing when I was at work before we talked about it. And the entirety of Resident Evil is fucking crazy because Resident Evil is like 16 canon video games. All of the movies and a canon musical in Japan right. called Songs of Gaia. I can't forget two, two canon musicals. I think there's a canon stage play and then a canon musical. <laughs> I just saw like, the, yeah, the continuity of it is crazy. And then there's, there's a bunch of comics they put out a long time ago. Right. Because there was one, uh, they made a, a bunch of references to it before... I saw a bunch of articles about how, like, they touched on werewolves once before, and it was in a comic, because Jill, that's the reason, one of the reasons Jill was in Raccoon City, was she was hunting this, like, werewolf that was, like, on the loose out there. Huh. Something fucking crazy. Huh. But yeah, almost all of those Resident Evil comics from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s are no longer canon. (laughs) Damn. That's a shame. Damn it. I want my money back. (laughs) buy anything (laughs) now i'm pretty stoked for the the new movie coming out too more stoked for that than anything but yeah i'm curious to know what what what's going to be next or if if they're just going to stick with just remaking everything (laughs) (laughs) re-establishing they're done with the story we're just gonna we're just gonna go back and like re-establish the lore and and also tell everybody that this these aren't really canon either. This is just what we think is canon. <laughs> We're just retelling everything. We're not going to add any new story or tell you what the story is. We're just going to kind of give it a retell. fresh paint of coat <laughs> and a new engine, and and try and keep all of the voice actors too. It's really hard to do that, but we're going to try. Zero being remade would actually be fucking dope, though. I think what would be dope as a remake would be Outbreak. Because we have internet that actually fucking we, yes, works exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> like, if, if, like, they're too worried about doing these PvP games, like, Reverse and Revelation, or what was the other one? Reverse and, uh, Resistance. Yeah. Like, if they, if they would have... Umbrella Core. Yeah, if they would have took all of that time and energy to focus on a, a, on an Outbreak remake with the Resident Evil engine, 
I think we would we would probably have a definitive version of Outbreak. Because you can combine the two. Because, I mean, essentially, two is essentially a continuation of one. And explore more. Like, you can make it... I wouldn't necessarily make it open world, but make it, like, open world It actually flows, yeah. Where you can actually, like... Instead of everybody being locked into an area like how Outbreak is, you can... Have it like 4, where there's different gates that take you to the next area. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's just different... I mean, yeah, because you can do that in Outbreak. You can't go... I think you can't... I think you can stray far, but you can't go too far from one another, because, you know, there's always the mechanic of somebody dying or all that good stuff. But, like, you know, I really think that would be a good remake. Because that's essentially the way Resident Evil 4 works, is there's a bunch of different, like singular maps that are literally blocked off by like a gate or a door <laughs> that's how you go to the next area you could do definitely do outbreak like that where like each single map is like a scenario yeah just not like oh let me walk out this door new scenario <laughs> yeah. yeah something like that i don't know because outbreak honestly i don't know how outbreak 2 got made with how bad like outbreak 1 did financially but those games were really fucking cool. Just internet on PlayStation 2... Was not. Was fucking terrible. Like, also, internet wasn't as widespread generally. Like, not everybody fucking relied on it every day. Not not everybody used it for their gaming console. Let alone, like, you know... like To play online with other people. Play online with other people, yeah. Like, that game was way ahead of its time. Way ahead. And, again, like you said, like, there's there's so many modern things now that were you know yeah that'd be a perfect remake for right now but i don't know we're too focused on reverse <laughs> we gotta make we gotta make making resident evil 4 and don't worry in a month the vr version of it's coming out yeah yeah i don't know where the hell that's supposed to be originally i was planning on just waiting for that i was like i don't know if i want to play 4 because then i'll play through all the 4 and then i'll get the vr and then i'll already know where everything is but I don't know. So caught up in the hype before. I was just like, I just want to play it now. Mm. I'm stoked to go through Shadows of Rose and figure that out. I don't, did you spoil yourself and watch something? And I listened to somebody talk about it. You just I don't fucking remember any of it anymore. You just, okay. I, don't, <laughs> I have right. no idea. See, I haven't played it yet. My original plan was to not really swear on these podcasts. So I was all like, ah, I could release it and it'll be like family friendly. We've sworn so much. I'm definitely going to have to put an explicit tag on this. Explicit. <laughs> Keep your children away. Make sure they don't listen to the swearing. Because I think on most apps, if you use the F word, like more, more than once, you have to put an explicit tag on it. And I've said Flip. it so many times. Flip. Flavin. No, I'm not trying to edit all of this bullshit. I know, that's like me editing my VODs. Bleep. Definitely edit a certain point of this, but yeah, I don't know. The, the closest we could say is that the future of Resident Evil is very uncertain. <laughs> there, There is a lot of uncertainty. Because there's so many open plot holes, but now we're like 18 years past them in the story. So just not like... <laughs> I don't know where the fuck we're going to go with any of that. If, we're if there is a Resident Evil 9, who do you think the main protagonist would be? Definitely Billy. He's just like 60 now. <laughs> just all like, I, I remember back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of feel like they would probably bring back Jill. I don't know. 
It's hard to say. Or if they'll just have somebody else entirely. They'll do another, like, Ethan thing where it'll just be some other random person they bring in with no backstory. I think that's probably the biggest part of Ethan that I, that, it, that really bugs me. There's no backstories of who he is or where he came from. Nothing. There's no connection to him in the main story at all. Mia, maybe vaguely Mia, through the others. Mia a little bit, because she knows Mother Miranda. Yeah, through the others. And but but Ethan is just some guy, <laughs> just, just <laughs> some guy looking dude. for his wife. That's all. That's all. and then like he doesn't say, like because he's talking to some dude at the beginning of seven. Who is that dude? Don't know. <laughs> Who cares? Like they didn't even give him a name. It's just some dude. He's talking on the phone. Where'd you go? Oh, I'm out looking for my wife. Wait, your wife? Yeah, remember she disappeared about three years ago. Yeah, I just heard from her. She wants me to go to this random place out in Louisiana. Oh, all right. Good luck. <laughs> like, hey, man, if you get lost, you might hey, keep my number or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it is twenty what seventeen. We live in a, we still live in a time where it'd be like, if that was like a coworker or even like a friend, like you think there would be some genuine like, concern. Oh yeah, just like, hey, by the way, I'm gonna be out this way. If you don't hear from me in like two days, <laughs> like maybe send somebody or you know, nope. He's just like, I'm gonna go look for my wife. He's like. My wife's been missing for three years. There's this random place I heard from her from. I'm going to go there by myself <laughs> in the middle of the Everglades. With my sweet muscle car. Yeah. I'm showing off for the babes. <laughs> I'm still on the rebound from Mia, but I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go look for her in this random place outside in this Louisiana just swamp out in the middle of nowhere. And then the friend on the phone or whoever is just like, cool. Nothing else. It's like, alright, not even buy or anything, just like, cool. <laughs> yep. And then it wasn't until, like, I found that random document in Resident Evil 5 where it mentions somebody by the name of Ethan W., and he's supposed to be dead. And I'm just like, wait, hold on, does Resident Evil 5 name drop Ethan Winters? I'm like, that would be awesome! But now it's just a, but no apparently there's three Ethan W's there's in just Resident a, Evil. There's just a it's just a random coincidence is all it is. Cuz there's Ethan W whose name dropped in that file that died and then there's another Ethan W referenced in somewhere else. I looked it up with another friend like a few days ago. There's three Ethan W's. There's huh. that one, another one who I think might also just be name dropped in like a file. Probably an but outbreak it's a or something. One. Yeah, just, <laughs> and, then and then there's Ethan Winters. Just somebody who wrote a wrote a file about like some random thing that you find. Like, there's a key card. Make sure we hide it over here, and it just says Ethan W. Probably at the <laughs> end of it. Probably some file. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. They like that name for some reason. <laughs> of all names, that's the one they're going with. I think it's going to be interesting. Well, Shadows of Rose takes place after. After the campaign. After it? After the campaign, yeah. I think it takes off... Then who the fuck's in front of the car? <laughs> I don't... I think that's where the... I think that's where it starts. I'm half tempted to play it, like, now, just a little bit, just to see, but... Yeah. We'll have to find out. I'll be playing it very soon. Because the model is Ethan's model. That's what the I've model heard. they use for the... For the person who says in front of the car is Ethan. That's that's what I've heard. So it'd be so weird if like Shadows of Rose takes place after, and then they just don't acknowledge what happened. I think no, I think all. I think that's I don't know. I'm very curious. I'm very curious because it would make sense if it's obviously between because they could have been all like, oh, 
Because like that that shot in particular, like it shows like them getting in the car and it starts with that shot. The car starts driving and it goes like the camera like kind of goes low enough to where you don't see where that dude is. And then the car like drives along like it like it goes over this little hill, so to speak. Yeah. And that stops just before the car. There's this brief moment where you can't see what's ahead. And then when the car goes down the hill, you see some dude start walking towards the car. Like he wasn't there one second and then was there the next type deal really really weird and strange and yeah the truck stops because you see that the brake lights come on and then it just cuts to black <laughs> the father's story's done <laughs> like what the fuck and not only that it just like it stays on that shot for like a good like almost 10 seconds like the truck is stopped for and then it just just cuts just like that's that's it oh okay yeah that's so not the story of rose will continue <laughs> that's, that's not like leading up to something like yeah it would be funny if this it starts with something else but i have a feeling that like when you start shadows of rose it probably literally starts with that cutscene. like it <laughs> yeah, just starts like that was alan from the ship <laughs> yeah he's here for some reason it's like all right <laughs> 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 just like you're the you're a clone of that girl we tried to kill on the boat. <laughs> the lips of his gun. He's a shooter. <laughs> like, you should have been dead years ago. Evie, that little bitch. There she is. Wait, I didn't mean it. <laughs> what just happened? The driver's just like... Mm. <laughs> like all of Sorry, I called you. Sorry I called you Evelyn earlier. Yeah. It's like I didn't even catch that because he's like... Oh, hello, Evelyn. And then she's like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, oh, sorry, bro. Sorry. And I'm like, wait. Oh, he did just call her Evelyn. Oh, oh, dumbass. Another thing that was kind of weird with Seven was the fact that, like, they talk about how, like, they all went through military training <laughs> since the events of Seven. Right. And we, they don't want to talk about it. Or there's the whole, what, argument there. Like, we never talk about it. Or we do. You talk. That's all you talk about. Yeah. But that's not. <laughs> Mia anymore anyway. Well, At that in point, the flashback. Yeah. I don't know if that's her, if that's really Mia or not. That's probably the last time it was Mia, I think. Because I don't know why that cutscene's even there. Like, it really <laughs> it makes just, no sense. It's just like... It's a dream. Like, it feels like it's not even like a flashback. It's just like a dream he's having. You matter, Ethan. Situation. We matter. It's like, what are they fighting about? I don't <laughs> even know anymore. Couples fight for such sense. random reasons anyways, but I feel like this there's no feel to this fire at all. Like, it's just... It starts a fireplace with no wood in it, and then it just starts on fire. Like, how does this work? There was that... There was not even, like, a splint. Like, it just started on fire. I don't even know what I said. I'm gonna go have a beer with the guys. <laughs> what guys we're in Europe by ourselves just like you know the wolf pack I'm gonna go drink with the wolf pack Chris and his guys Chris and the guy the only guys legally I'm allowed to talk to the doctor we've been talking to about Rose I mean they seem chill right (laughs) just talk to him on the phone it's like I'll find somebody to drink with somebody's gonna have to open oh Good God. Like, we could continue rambling for, like, 40 minutes. This is pro- this is the most rambling, like, there's, there's no there's no direction. I had a set path I wanted to go on, and then we... This is uh, why you ADHD, write things down. My ADHD kind of just tossed the whole plan out the window when we first started going off on a tangent. This is why, <laughs> why you write things down, and you have bullet points. 
Also, peek behind the curtain. This probably won't be the first episode I'm releasing. This is the first episode of this I've recorded. I recorded the intro already. Outside of that, I haven't gotten nothing. I think we got enough material to make like four or five episodes. <laughs> you want to just break it down about 20 minutes of rambling? Yeah, I'll cut out the breathing. But <laughs> probably still be an hour. <laughs> breathing. <laughs> Thank you. I think we're. I think this is good. I think we're. I think we're good. Cooper. Cooper. Where can people find you? People can find me on YouTube by uh, C Cooper one three nine two six three one Productions. No, it's a it's a it's a mouthful, but it's there. Uh, I'm also on Twitter, C Cooper one three nine two six three one. Twitch, C Cooper one three nine two six three one. And uh, yeah, I, do, I I have a TikTok, but I don't really use it. I'm also on there. What do you mainly do? Uh, I'm a variety Twitch streamer. I play games mostly, mostly Resident Evil, and also the mini games from Resident Evil. But I also play others, various games between PC, PS4, PS4 VR, PS3, PS2, PS1. Over on the Twitch channel, C Cooper one three nine two six three one forward slash Twitch. I said that backwards, but you know it's there. <laughs> You'll find it. Yeah. It's, there's only one person there's to only one. that I'm aware of. There's only one with all the numbers. As far as I know, there might be other Coopers with those numbers. But <laughs> C Cooper 1392631. Just like that bastard. Some, like, <laughs> it's like the price is right. Where the guy <laughs> outbids one by it's like 1392632. What are the odds of that? He's definitely copying me. Right. Uh, this, this bastard even took the two flaming C's. <laughs> Just your exact logo with a two at the end of it. Like this son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. Let's collaborate. Thank you so much for listening to all this rambling for Bropez's Media Malarkey. Once again, I am Bropez. C Cooper 139-2631. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Peace.